Hey there, and welcome to another episode of All of Them Witches. This is me, Marcus, and I'm here to talk about another horror movie. The topic of today's episode is going to be The Golden Glove from 2019. But before we get into that, I just want to go over some of the movies I've been watching recently and a couple other details. So since the last episode, now I've watched a couple films. Um, not all of them horror, or mainly not horror, actually, because I do watch other things not horror all the time. I checked out The Italian Job on Criterion Channel. Uh, it was okay. <laughs> um, I watched Dogs Don't Wear Pants, which debuted on Shudder. That was alright as well. I kind of like it more in retrospect than when I was watching it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's okay. It's definitely not a horror film, so don't go into it expecting that, because you'll probably be disappointed. But it was an interesting sort of uh, look at one man's life and sort of how he's using BDSM to kind of try to reconnect with his um, dead wife. Let's see what else did I watch. I watched The Day of the Locust, which I've heard that name before, but never watched it. I wasn't sure what it was. And with a name like that, it sounds like it's going to be some sort of insect horror movie, doesn't it? Day of the Locust. Um, but it's not that at all. It's sort of a movie about Hollywood and how it grinds down on people who come to Hollywood with the dream of, you know, making it, becoming famous, and that that really doesn't happen for most people. Though the, like, climax and ending are super horror. It's, like, really weird, and I really like the ending portion of the movie, but I don't, I don't know that I like the whole movie entirely. It's not my thing, really. But the ending was very stark and memorable. So pretty cool. And then, of course, I watched now The Golden Glove. Before I get talking into the movie, I just wanted to mention again, uh, if you're interested in talking with me in some capacity, I do have like two Twitter accounts, one for this podcast and one just for me, whatever. So the one for this uh, show is called Them Witches Pod. T-H-E-M-W-I-T-C-H-E-S-P-O-D. And it's called that rather than like all of them witches because there's like a limit on how many letters the Twitter handle can be and it's too long if you have the whole thing. So whatever. And then my personal Twitter is MarcusBoy, M-A-R-C-U-S-B-O-I. So you can always message me in either place, whatever. It doesn't matter to me if you want to recommend movies or talk about something. It's all good. I'm happy to meet horror fans. There are not enough in my life right now, so be my friend. <laughs> With that out of the way, let's go into the basics of this movie. Um, so, in general, this is a film about a serial killer, and that is very obvious from the opening scene, so I'm not spoiling anything there. It's very clearly a movie about a serial killer. So I'm going to play the trailer, so take a listen. David Sorain. Ja. In goldenen Handschuh. Ja. Da gehen auch normale Menschen rein. Soldaten Norbert, Tampon Günther, Cooler Rumwaldraut, Nasen Ernie, Dornkat Max. Wie kommt man denn zu so einem Namen? Weil du nur morgens, mittags, abends Dornkat trinkst. Und heißt Max? Nee, Peter. Ich frag die Dame mal, ob sie was trinken möchte. Nee, das ist mir zu hässlich. Und was sind Sie? Ja, Honka. 
Hiermit erkläre ich, dass ich es im Leben noch nie so gut hatte wie bei Herrn Honka. Herr Honka weiß viel besser als ich selber, was gut für mich ist und deshalb erkläre ich ferner Herrn Honka, meine leiblich geborene Tochter Rosi zuzuführen, dass er sie vernaschen darf. Und? Weißt du aber noch was auszusetzen? Junge, komm bald wieder, bald wieder. Es gibt genau drei Gründe, warum der Mensch trinkt. Erstens, um was Schlimmes zu vergessen. Zweitens, um was Schönes zu feiern. Und drittens, wenn man nichts los ist, dass was passiert. Ja. <lacht> Denk auch an morgen. Denk auch an mich. Schönen guten Abend, die Damen. Ich bin ein bisschen rau, aber stark. All right, so this movie, as I said, it's about a serial killer and it is based on a true story. There was a true serial killer out in the world, you know, historically, and that is what, well, technically, this, this movie is based off of a book which is about the serial killer so <laughs> that's what's going on but you know not a big deal there is so many adaptations in the world so why not you know focus on a book that's based off of a true sort of historical thing that happened in the 70s and before this movie i had never heard of the german serial killer fritz honka before uh but now i have and that's i guess a good thing to learn more about you know, history from things other than America, in my case. Um, so anyway, it's based on a true story, but I don't know how accurate it is with the depiction, of course. Either way, the movie begins where we basically see a woman in bed sort of covered with blankets, and just seconds later, Fritz comes in and basically is like wrestling with her to uh like try to put her in a plastic uh trash bag so very clear right from the get-go okay this woman is not just like sleeping she's dead and he has killed her and is trying to dispose of her it starts off in this very sort of bleak tone there's like not really music i think maybe at all i don't remember but there definitely isn't in this opening scene it's just very quiet aside from the sounds of him like sort of struggling in the um plastic bag noises so he takes her, tries to take her downstairs because he's living in an apartment, like in the attic. So he's got to go all the way down, but he can't because every time he drags her a bit, she like bangs down the step. And so clearly this is not going to work. He brings her, you know, back upstairs and decides, okay, I'm going to like have to cut her up. And all this is done without voiceover or anything. It's just you see this happening and you can tell his thought process at this time. So he decides, okay, I'm going to get my saw and I'm going to cut her into pieces and take those pieces out to the trash or something. But he can't do it. Even though he's clearly killed this woman, he is too afraid to just sort of start cutting her up. So he needs some liquid courage to get to work. So he you know, takes a couple swigs of something and then he begins cutting her up. 
Yeah, there was definitely no music because you hear, at this point, because you hear the nasty, squelchy noises of the saw. Yeah, it's just, it's uh, gross. <laughs> the sound effects are very gross. But either way, he he um, turns on his record player so that a song can kind of mask the horrible sounds that are going on as he's cutting through this woman's body. Um, and that's the start of the movie. That's it right there. So... You know, if you're not down for that, then I guess you could have left the theater immediately. Um, you don't actually see the gore of her getting cut, but you do see, like, blood splatter. And you, again, hear sounds, which I think are kind of worse, because it was so nasty. I'm like, is that really what it would sound like? It's, like, so gooey and uh, uh. uh <laughs> but anyway, that's the intro, and that's all the intro you need, because... Yeah, you would know probably from that if this is a movie that you can stomach, you can stand, you're interested in, or like not interested in. So with that said, I'm just going to go straight into the rest of the film. Let's go into all the spoilers. So the film progresses, he takes these body parts, he throws them out like in the bushes, and the body parts are found, though he kept some of them, like a leg and stuff, because maybe they're too big to fit in his like little suitcase, I don't know. Either way, he keeps them, uh, the, some of the body parts in like a little cubby in his um, room, which is nasty. But anyway, we go from here, we see Fritz... Honka just sort of going into his daily routine, which is basically going to a bar in the middle of the day. The bar is called the Golden Glove. That's where this gets its name from. Anyway, it's this really run-down bar where it looks like a lot of people go who are 100% alcoholics and have been for a long time. You know, there's a lot of older folks there. A guy who's, like, back from the war, has, like, old war injuries, stuff like that. Um... Lots of just people who are clearly, you know, they have nothing in their life. And this is where they go because this is like all they have is alcohol, basically. So he's in there, you know, and it's it's just, this is where you find out that this is where he is meeting women. And, of course, when he's meeting women, you as a viewer know, oh, he's like finding potential victims here in this bar and that's probably the best place for it because who is looking for these people? You know, they're sort of nothing anymore, you know, lost all their family connections and such. So it's probably very easy to kill someone from here and it's not going to cause as big as a problem as it might if you, you know, targeted someone with a huge family or something else. So he's trying to give every woman in there a drink and none of them want it. So until someone finally does, he decides to take her home. Um, her name being Petra, and she is just sort of a woman who had been in there and was like, oh, okay, I'll go home with you, like, whatever. They kind of have sex. Um, you, It's like here's the first time of multiple times where you'll see that he's unable to um, actually have sex with women because it seems like he maybe has erectile dysfunction or he's just too drunk. Who knows? But anyway, he cannot do that, so he just, like, uses implements on women instead anyway so after they're done he actually doesn't kill her which was shocking to me i'm like oh what he didn't kill her 
Uh, but he he's like, okay, just get out of here. I don't want you here by the time I'm like back from work. So he goes to work, and she is, you know, as I'm screaming in my head, leave, leave, get out of here. You survived, so leave. He, while he's working, she decides to start cleaning up the place. And I feel like this is kind of because she doesn't have anything, so she's trying to be like, okay, well, maybe I could have a home here. Rather than being homeless, I can be with this creepy guy. Um, you know, he'll probably take me in because I can, like, clean and stuff. So. But he comes back, he's pissed off, he punches her in the face. But then he realizes, oh, you, like, cleaned up my place. Uh, can you, like, cook too? So he decides to sort of just keep her around, even though he doesn't have any feelings for her, of course. And he decides more to keep her when she talks about having a daughter. And he gets these, like, fantasies of this beautiful blonde butcher woman who's like sexually eating raw meat and stuff and I'm like okay this guy's got some fantasies and whatever but basically keeps it around because they sort of decide that okay you can stay with me you promise you're gonna have to bring your daughter over so I can like have a piece of her and again because she has like nothing in her life I can kind of understand why she's like okay I what does it even matter? I'll give up anything I have just to sort of have a roof over my head and still have access to drinks. So she's like, sure. Even though every siren should have been going off in her head that this is not a safe place to be. This is not a good situation. But whatever, she's like, fine. Fortunately, it's when they go, go back to the Golden Glove bar later that this random Salvation Army woman is in there trying to like get people to come and stay at a, a some other place. Because she knows that a lot of them are probably homeless or have some sort of other horrible situation. And Petra leaves with her. And I was like, yes! I was so afraid she wasn't going to make it. But she does. So that is great. She leaves the Salvation Army lady. And that's beautiful. She survived. But unfortunately, it's not the end. There's many other women in there ready to go home with this creep. So he takes three women home with him. Well, technically two because one of them like passes out blackout drunk before they get to his uh, apartment. So two of them go. He takes them in, you know, gives them some shots. And then he's like, okay, now you lick her pussy. And they're like, what? What did you just say to me? And even though there's two of them, he, you know, he just, the one girl is like kind of just sort of zoned out or not really taking it in kind of. So the other woman is getting beat up on by Fritz. And then she's like, sure, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Just let me let go of the bathroom first. So she excuses herself to go to the bathroom. He's just in there waiting. And, and then he realizes, oh, she ran away. So he's like pissed. And he takes out, out this massive pissed off sexual aggression on the woman who was still there. I don't know why she was still there, but she was. I don't know why she didn't leave too or try to. But she just gets her head bashed in. And that's sad. Um, unfortunately, with this body, he does not appear to take any of it out at all. He just cuts it up and then puts all of her in the cubby. And so, and this place was already smelly because every time someone comes in, they're like, oh god, this place smells horrible. Because there's like rotting body parts in the wall. But anyway, he just stuffs her whole body in there and then he throws like a bunch of air fresheners on it. And I'm like, this is hilarious. And that was like the first time I realized, oh, you know what? This is kind of like a black comedy, isn't it? Because it's darkly funny at times. Like that, the air fresheners, it's just like, oh my God, that's, that's worthless. Just please do anything else with those body parts. Don't do that. So, <laughs> so 
you know, I've got this going on. There it is. And then he's like, there's another scene. He's outside walking in the street. And a car just fucking comes out of nowhere and hits him. And that really surprised me. That was kind of like a jump scary moment because it's just so sudden and kind of loud. And I was like, oh man, is he dead already? Like the movie's only half over. What happens now? But unfortunately, he is not dead. He just gets sort of like some broken bones. But it's this event where he decides like, I need to change my life. I can no longer become this person who is a murderous monster who is addicted to drinking. I need to stop drinking, you know, because apparently maybe his murderous impulses come out when he's drinking. I don't know. So he starts a new job as um, like sort of security for this building. And he meets uh, the cleaning lady. She seems nice. He's clearly starting to get an interest in her. Until he finds out, oh, wait, she's actually married because her husband was there, like, in the building one night. And they're having a party drinking, and he refuses to drink, which was great. Especially because the other two start drinking, like, massively, are sloppy drunk, like, making out, goofy dancing everywhere. And he's just sort of sitting there, kind of giggling nervously, but he doesn't drink. And I applauded him for that. Of course, that is not how it ends. Of course, he's not done. He cannot stop. So another night, she comes to see him, the cleaning lady does, and she brings a drink with her. And it's when they're alone together, it feels a bit more intimate. He decides, yes, I will drink with you. Uh, so at another, you know, party with the husband and the wife, they are all drinking. The husband leaves to go get some burgers. And then he uh, Fritz attempts to rape her. She gets away, fortunately. But clearly at this point, okay, his job is like, shit, now he's he's gone past. He cannot continue to work like this. She will, you know, and it would never be the same again. So he's ruined that sort of new start, basically. So, of course, he returns to the Golden Glove Bar. Everyone's so happy. He buys them a round of shots with his work money that he had but we'll not have any more, clearly. And they're all drinking. He sees another woman, and he takes her with him. And this woman, you know, she her backstory seems to be she was in the concentration camps, and she, had a, she was forced to be a prostitute there. So it's like, oh my god, this is such a sad story. And what's going to happen to her? Obviously, it's not going to be a good ending for her. So she goes back with him to his apartment, they try to have sex again. He cannot uh, get it up. And she is laughing at him, basically. And unfortunately, that's the wrong move. He is, you know, beats on her face. He shoves hot dog into her. It's real cruel and insulting. And then he falls asleep. This woman, fortunately, is not killed, despite like being bleeding profusely in the face. She is alive. She, you know, goes in, you know, gets some clothes on, goes into his kitchen, grabs some food to start eating. And then she has an idea. And I'm not sure what this is about, but I think, because she has, like, some sort of condiment that she puts on a hot dog. And I'm assuming it's a very spicy sort of condiment or something. Because she takes some and rubs it on his dick while he's sleeping. And he, like, flips out like it's burning. So I was like, yeah, girl, get it. Get him back right now. So he's just like sort of whimpering and freaking out about that, pissed off. Um, he starts to come out of the room all pissed. She kicks him in the junk 
and you know he's down for a little bit and she's sort of laughing happy calling him names because of course and I'm like she is so strong she is just a baller unfortunately all of this humiliation while he's drunk is too much and he snaps once again and decides to kill her uh, by strangling her with this like wrap around her neck and it takes a long time like she is tough to kill so he spends like maybe a minute maybe who knows how long it was it felt long where he's like struggling to strangle her basically and then she seems to finally stop and he's like Whew. but she is not dead she starts like gasping for air after he like gets up so he like smashes her with like four bottles in the head or something before she finally truly dies and again is at this point I'm like oh yeah you know what this is this is again this is clearly some black comedy business going on in this whole movie because it's it's kind of funny like how much of a failure he is at killing her and i don't know how hard it would really be to kill someone but obviously it might not always go as planned so unfortunately she does die i wish she could have left i would have loved it because she seemed like a very interesting character but no she's dead so Fritz goes out again because whatever, he's got his dead body parts wherever and his little cubby hole stuffed away. And there is these two characters who are actually in the beginning of the film, but you you see them like a little bit and then they're like gone forever. But there was like these two high school students and like one is this beautiful young blonde or whatever. And at the beginning of the movie, Fritz like fixated on her, but he sees her again because the two kids decide they're going to go to the red light district, district nasty bar and go, like, hang out, which is a bad idea. The boy gets pissed on in the bathroom. So he just, like, hides in the stall, like, I guess forever. And so the girl he came with is, like, she goes down there and is, like, are you okay? Like, do you need any help? And he's just, like, I'm assuming very upset in there because he's got piss all over him. Um, but he doesn't explain it either he's just like go away and she's like okay fine so she's like pissed off leaving and fritz follows her out of the bar and it's like at this moment you're wondering oh is this finally gonna be you know he's gonna finally do something to this girl who he fixated on from the very start and so he's just sort of following her very quietly as they go through the streets and we finally make the turn to like his apartment street where she's walking but there is a bunch of fire trucks and stuff. And it's because the sort of top apartment building is on fire. Like a massive blaze. It is not salvageable. It is all in flames. And so the firefighters are putting that out. And the girl stops to watch. He watches as well. He runs up because he's like, hey, 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 hey. I need to like go there. That I, I live in the attic, please. And so they're like, oh, well, hold on here. And so they put the fire out. And then they're like, okay, go in the attic. And, like, if there's any, like, spot fires, put them out. Because that could happen. And you you finally realize, oh, he's caught now because he didn't get rid of those body parts. He just stuffed them in a hole in the wall. So they go upstairs, presumably, because you see uh, some firefighters run out and some guy immediately vomits. And you know, okay, this is it right here. He has been caught. And he had the stupidity to say... He lives in the attic to people who were like uh, the people who were working the scene. So, you know, it's over. He, as soon as he sees like the people throwing up and like running out, he tries to leave. He tries to run away from the scene. But the cops are ahead. They know it's up. They see him and they're like, hey, you said you lived in an attic, right? 
we're gonna take you downtown so and that's and so you're like oh whoo he is both in one hand caught finally and two this girl who really had nothing to do with him did not get caught up in everything and not get killed so it was really relief really great relief so i mean i thought this movie was all right it kept my attention I think the bleakness of it, it's not really trying to be cinematic or fancy. It's just trying to kind of show you, quote unquote, a real look at like a, a murderer. Um, there's not actually a ton of super gore, I kind of feel like. More like sounds of gore or knowing that gore is happening, but you're not really seeing the like up close and personal shot of it, right? Um, but you're seeing the after effects, you're seeing blood, you're seeing bile you're seeing nasty stuff, but it's not so violent directly, like visually in a way. Um, but anyway, I thought this was a nice kind of different take on a serial killer movie than some others out there. I did enjoy that Fritz is ineffective. He's not a very great killer a lot of the time. He's, he's got a lot of failings. He's kind of stupid in some ways. But on the other hand, it was kind of like a bit long, kind of dragged in parts. You know, things that I didn't really... Do we need to see all of the murders? I don't know. Mm, I guess so. Um, at least one of them kind of disappeared in my brain, like, after I saw it. So I'm not saying that they were all necessary to sort of... Because in the real life, he killed four women. Do we need to see all four? I don't know. But anyway, it was all right. I would recommend it if you're like a big serial killer person. As in you really like learning about serial killers, not you are a serial killer yourself, obviously. But I think that it it was, you know, it's a certain time of film and not everyone's going to dig it. A lot of people were angry when it premiered at like the Berlin International Film Festival. But you know, the best films cause these kind of reactions where you have that kind of emotional, immediate or sickening reaction. That's a very powerful, you know, that's a good sign that a movie is doing something if it can cause you to have a reaction to it at least in my opinion so i have been wanting to see it since it was out in like the film festival and it was like nowhere for a while because it was you know it's in the film circuit it wasn't coming out online or on blu-ray or whatever though i think it did just make its streaming debut on because now that it's on shutter i also saw it's also available for rent on like youtube and google play and whatever others you know things there are so clearly now it's everywhere and you can easily see it I guess I'm glad I watched it. Um, I do feel weird that they chose to uh, pick a very handsome actor to play Fritz. And by um, how they change him, which is, you know, doing a lot of facial prosthesis stuff to make him look ugly. Um, I, why not just choose an actor who already has kind of a grizzled, you know, slimy kind of scary monstery man, like a murderous look to him? I'm sure those actors exist in uh, Germany or wherever. I'm sure they exist everywhere. I like to see a very grizzled man acting. I don't need to see a pretty boy dressed up to be, you know, a serial killer. It works, sure, but you know, I don't need it. Anyway, it was good. It was good, though. It didn't look like a fake face or anything. It looked like a real guy. But there were parts where you... You see the cute man shine through, like when he smiles, even though his teeth are all fucked up. It's like, I see you, cute boy, in there. I think you're cute. And that was a weird feeling at times. But 
But anyway, um, intriguing film. Worth it if you are into this sort of thing. Not worth it if you're not, obviously. So those are my thoughts. I wouldn't watch it again, probably. I don't need more bleak violence and murder in my life, necessarily. I still have other, a million other serial killer movies to watch, so... You know, that's how it is. Um, but it was fine. I think the thing you'll come to see with me in my reviews of stuff is that it is very easy to, like, uh, be okay with me. Like, a film, it's very easy for me to find something adequate, average. It is very hard for me to hate a movie or love, 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 love a movie. I'm pretty much midline ratings are my average ratings would probably be when I watch movies would be a 4 out of 10 to a 6 out of 10 I rarely go to either side of the spectrum but when I do I really do so that's just me it's not like a criticism of films it's just my take I am very sort of boilerplate standard a lot of the time in my tastes or my opinions of things and that's me you know, you have your own opinion that's beautiful, and if you love this or hate this movie, that is awesome, and keep feeling those feelings. <laughs> um, but that's it for me for this week. I will be back in two weeks with another episode. Thanks for listening.